We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Three, three entry type of stuff today. So I'm going to come at you guys uh, with a little bit of tournament perspective based on what I'm doing uh, throughout my 150 lineups. And Will's going to handle a little bit about uh, of the hand building and specifically a little bit more uh, about fan duels. So, Will, let's jump into this. And the first topic of today I think I want to talk about is this is simply just a very different DFS slate than we've had in a while because normally we're starved. We're like, why is there no value? Why is there no value? I need this 3K player that's going to get me 30 fantasy points. I need it in my lineup. Well, we got like five of those guys today, and it's very difficult to conceptualize lineups without multiple uh, of these players today. So we've got uh, like Hartenstein for Houston. We've got him out here. We've got him projected for 30 minutes uh, with 32 DraftKings points. We've got Jacob Podol with LaMarcus Aldridge out. We've got him at 32 fantasy points. Uh, there's a couple other guys, too, if I sort by the point per dollar overall. Uh, this is at least on DraftKings. I bumped up Chris Clemens. I, you know, we were a little... Uh, low, we had him for 22 minutes. I like him to have a little bit more. He turns out to be a really huge value. So my question for you today, if the people out there are hand building, just making a couple of teams, um, and I know you're doing FanDuel, and you don't really need those guys all too much on FanDuel. There's just so much already good value over there. How do you how do you mix these up in a, in a single entry? Can you play all three? Who are you locking in? Who's your favorite guy out of them? Well, I mean, man, listen, in terms of value today, I've got a slightly different uh, approach. And this is across both sites, which I think will help help cover people in terms of uh, single entry strategy. Uh, You don't want to pass on your raw points today. So while the value is outstanding and you're going to have to play the value uh, I, I would actually prefer it. And everybody's going to do it because the ownership projections say everybody's playing them or most people are playing them. You don't have a reason to fade Luka Doncic today. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? 45 fantasy points maybe at, at the worst. I think today is a day where you start with the guys like that. And so Luka needs to be 
at the top of your list, period. Uh, you, you don't have a reason to fade him. You don't have a reason to think about it. And that's on both sides. I know he's 11-9 on DraftKings, right? Like, I get that. But when you've got Hartenstein and you've got Jakob Poto and all the other value plays that are on this slate, you just don't have a reason to fake Luka. So for me, raw points, I'm thinking you lock in Luka right away. Uh, my next, you know, probably raw, raw points play would probably be Drummond, and that's on DK. That's more so on DK. Now on FanDuel, you've got a little bit tougher decision because you only get one center. So, you know, you're going to decide between Poto. You're going to decide between probably Drummond or Towns. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe Rudy Gobert. You've got Vooch there. So you've got a little tougher decision on FanDuel uh, in terms of construction. Um, as for me, though, Luka's the number one player on the slate. Mm-hmm. Don't build any lineups without plugging in Luka in terms of single entry, three entry max play. If you don't play him today, you're doing your lineups a disservice. So uh, I had, uh, I was getting, I, I think, I don't know if I'd call it too much Luca, but in my 150, at least in my early builds currently right now, right? We're, we're still waiting on some heat news. If that drops, value galore might still even pop up. We, we really don't need any more today. Uh, but I, I limited Luca to 50%. We have him at 20% ownership. Let me refresh that and make sure uh, Jamino has updated all this. I think I was missing a couple of things, right? So it should Yeah, be. he updated it. Last I checked, it was in that 5 o'clock area. Yeah, um, 5.08, it's in here. So yeah. we've got Luca's projected ownership. Maybe I'm still waiting on something here because Clemens is still at 3%. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I was getting around 50%, 60% Luca. I like him. And I said the same thing to Jamino when I was talking to him pre-show. I'm like, this is just a raw points day. You have all the value in the world to be able to make whatever lineup you want today. Um, so here's what I've done is I, I've sort of prioritized when you get these insane values, I think in GPPs, you know, normally when a guy's like six and a half or seven point per dollar, we're going nuts over that guy. And we have multiple 10 plus point per dollar plays today. These are just like the most insane value we've ever seen. Their ownership yeah. just doesn't get high enough. In my opinion, I've locked both Hartenstein and uh, Jacob Hodel into all of my teams right now. What I'm encountering is that when I do that, it's it's doing sort of the thing you were doing. Is now I have Luca, now I have Drummond, and all my they all look the same. Will so how do how do you try to get away from that today? Because I feel like everyone's going to end up on those. And of course, when I make 150 teams, they're all going to be a little bit different, right? Like so, I don't have to right. worry about it. I can set up some rules. But how do you get away? You know, if you're playing Hartenstein and Podol, and then you have Luca, and then you have Drummond, and you have a couple of the other – Jimmy Butler on DraftKings, right? I mean, then the other guys you're putting around them look the same. How, how do you differentiate that if you go the value plus the studs? Some of those middle-tier guys, you gotta got to find something different. Yeah, I mean, man, I think you start looking at guys – and this is going to be a DK and a fan duel play for me. I think you start looking at guys like SGA, a guy in the $7,300 range that – uh, you know, and 7,600 on FanDuel that is kind of going to get pushed aside today. I think if people had to choose between SGA and DeRozan, I think they definitely go DeRozan in, in this type of environment. Um, you know, so I think a guy like that, uh, someone that's in the mid-range that's got 50-point upside, uh, and I, listen, this is in no, way, in no means a guarantee, but it's just a way to really get different in tournaments. So, uh, even right now, when I'm looking at SGA's ownership on FanDuel, we've got him projected at 14%. Uh, 
Um, you know, that's right in the wheelhouse of I can still get my value and I can still be slightly different um, and, and take a guy that has some upside that people just aren't going to consider today because they quite frankly don't have to. Uh, now, I'm sure we're going to get, you know, more news to come out as this show progresses or after this show during crunch time. But as of right now, that's kind of one of my stances, uh, taking a look at some of those guys that are going to go completely under their own that, are, that in my opinion, are in, in really good spots. And uh, you can still, you know, build quality lineups with those guys. You know, if the field's projected at, you know, 14%, um, and let's say, Britt, you know, employing your strategy where you're running 150, let's say you've got them at 20%, you know, now you've got, got a slight edge on the field there. Uh, in terms of three-entry max, I think for a player like SGA, I'd probably run him in at least one lineup. So if I'm running three, I'd run him in one of those for sure. Uh, well, just to ensure that I'm slightly let me different. Let me give you some news. You might not know this. The Roto-Grinders chat just uh, uh, updated me. Uh, and this kind of goes in with a couple other things. So first, if you are on the YouTubes, click the like. If you want to subscribe, go ahead and do that. We're looking for 250 likes today. If you get us to 250, uh, Notorious is grind down. It's free 50 tomorrow for everybody. So if you want to read Notorious's article tomorrow, click that like button on YouTube for us and see if you guys can unlock the, uh, the, the grind down from Notorious tomorrow. The other thing is uh, right, right now, guys, the sharp side contest we're running. Uh, Will, your dude's SGA, so let's talk a little Boom. bit. Let's talk a little bit about the sharp side contest because Chris Paul just got ruled out too. So SGA, you got to go lock this in. Oh, you got to go lock God. this in on sharp side right now. Uh, we're doing a thing. If you get a streak, uh, if you start getting over five, you get paid in FanDuel dollars. Um, just because someone else might have a higher streak than you doesn't mean you can't get paid. So start locking in some bets on sharp side. Uh, Chiefs was SGA go to the prop. What was it? 19 and a half or 18 and a half points? 19 and a half. That's probably going up. Yeah. Go on sharp side right now. Lock in SGA as your lock bet of the day. Start your streak. Continue your streak. I think that is probably one of the better bets you can get out there on sharp side. Uh, it will take yeah. a little bit for that to update. So get ahead of the game. Go bet on that. Uh, I will transition. If you don't like that one, I would I would take Chiefs now with Chris Paul out. Uh, I had Derrick Rose at 21.5. You can bet on anything up to minus 140 odds. It was at like 135 before the show. His over in points was 21.5. He's done that in 10 of his last 12 games, uh, playing some big minutes right now. I know Brown and Reggie Jackson are probably going to both play tonight. So I, I do like uh, Derrick Rose to hit the over 21.5. Um, but go get the SGA. Uh, on the sharp side app, the prop for points, hit that right now, and I think you got yourself a winner over there. Uh, all right, a couple other topics I want to talk about today. So I, I updated the ownership. Luca's coming in at thirty-one percent. If I have fifty percent, Luca will. Does that sound good to you? No. More? You want more? <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm, I'm aggressive, man. If I'm going to lock in Hartenstein and Polo, I'm just going to lock Luca in a hundred percent. I just. It, I, it's what I would do, but like I said, I, I my, my tournament play when I'm going multiple entries, it, I mean, it, it's really aggressive, so I totally get it, but uh, man, I, I think I'd have to lock button Luca tonight, but you know, that, that's what I would do. Uh, I do want to know too, the Lakers-Clippers game in LA has been postponed for tomorrow, so they're going to yes, take that one yeah. off. 
and and reschedule that one. I, I kind of wanted them to play that game. I think Kobe Kobe was such a competitor. Would he, would he want people taking days off, or you think they'd b- drop in a bag just to get a nice tribute set up um, for the for the next home game in Los Angeles? I think that's probably what they got going on. Yeah, well, and, and here's the other thing too, because I've been following this, and I did watch uh, Ramona Shelbourne kind of talk about it, and she said she hadn't really spoken to the family, but I think because the Lakers really considered Kobe like a family member. Yeah. Uh, they said they were trying to kind of talk to Vanessa and, you know, Kobe's wife and see kind of how they wanted to handle it. And a lot of these players there, you know, respect Kobe. And so I think it's kind of emotional. To be honest, I think that's why Chris Paul isn't playing tonight, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. And, I, and I, I'm totally okay with that. And so I think, I think that's why they probably wanted to postpone it. Just, I think, you know, a lot of emotional tension there right now. I mean, I, I totally get it. I, I think that's why they postponed the game. Um, all right. So back to some DFS. Let's go to – let's talk the Houston game. Uh, I'm going to pull at least the Houston side up on uh, on, on DraftKings here. So let, let's try to go through, right? We had the – we played the hokey pokey with Harden. He was doubtful to start the day. Then he was questionable. Now he's unlikely to play. We've got Capella doubtful as well. Uh, I, I've locked in Hartenstein. I'm, ba- I'm going to have him on every single team I play tonight. What are you doing with guys like Eric Gordon on DraftKings? He's 6,900, still coming in at a, fo- at a 14% ownership. We might even be a little bit low on fantasy points. I mean, his usage goes through the roof. You know, if you take a bunch of guys off the court, he's going to be chucking Clemens. He's another guy. He's, he's going to be chucking, uh, able to have some assists as well. But the peripheral guys like, an Austin Rivers, a House, a Tucker. How are you handling some of those players tonight on Houston? Um, I think guys like that, uh, those are kind of last pieces for me. So I don't view them more important than a Jakob Poto. Uh, I don't view them more important than, say, Hartenstein, who's, who has we know has a lot more upside than those guys. I don't view any of the guards more important than Eric Gordon. Um, so, you know, the – I guess I would side with Austin Rivers a little bit more than maybe the other two, um, but but that's just me. But but I, I don't think you need all of the value plays. I think you just need to nail the right value plays today. Um, and so that that's kind of going to be my approach. Uh, a guy like Hartenstein, I, I don't think you fade him. Um, Thirty seven hundred on FanDuel in the power forward spot. A guy that has the capability of putting up thirty plus tonight. Um, I think he's a guy you get in there. Um, and then after that, you know, depending on where, whether you play Polo, I think Eric Gordon's going to be extremely popular. Um, but but I think there's enough value out there to where you don't have to play all those guys. I think maybe one or two should suffice. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think you can continue to build quality lineups with Luca, with SGA, with DeRozan, with Drummond, with Cat, you know, so forth and so on. Yeah, so I went on a court IQ, and this is why – Gordon is, he's definitely high priced, but there is certainly tournament winning upside in him tonight. If you well, take, well, Gordon is more of a fan duel play. I, I wouldn't play Gordon tonight on DK at 6,900. Well, here's the, on fan duel, yes, great play. I still think there's some meat on the bone, right? So you go to last year, Harden, Westbrook, Capella. I took CP3 off the court too, right? Uh, I went all the way back to last year. Uh, Gordon, 149 minutes, 1.36 fantasy points. Uh, let me pull out the handy dandy calculator. Give him 35 minutes times 1.36. Should be around 40. 47.6 fantasy points if he plays yeah. 35 minutes and those are his true rates. Do I think those are his true rates? Maybe it's a little bit lower. But if Eric Gordon's popping off for 40 plus, 6,900 is not a bad deal. 
Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. But uh, I, I'd much rather play SGA. But I, I get between, it. I, between those two guys, I understand, especially with CP3 out too. So yeah, I um, mean, you can play them both. Really, that, that's 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 the scenario. Um, you can play them both. It's not you know one or the other. You, you can get away with it. Dennis Schroeder's another guy that's going to pop into the conversation now. Um, I know we're bouncing around a little bit, man, but I'm just kind of looking at these shooting guards here. I mean, it, it's going to be – it's a buffet tonight, man. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what type of buffets you, you guys have, but seemingly every major well, city – Well, I was just a, on a cruise. My, I am sick of buffets. I was just on a cruise for seven days. <laughs> Listen, everybody's got a China buffet somewhere with the Chinese food and wontons and your Chinese donuts. Uh, your pork fried rice or ham fried rice or chicken or house rice or vegetable fried rice. Listen, it's a buffet tonight, man. You've, you've got any possibility uh, can win this thing. And I, I, th- I just think you just need one differentiator to get you to the top. Let's see here. I'm going to pull up OKC. The projections haven't updated yet. So let's first see if I know my alphabet and I can find OKC. And I have, I have passed the first part of that test. Well, uh, let's take Chris Paul off the court. Nobody else of note is really out for them tonight, so we will just run this with him off the court. And let me make sure I'm going to go to this season. And let's see how some of these rates get affected here, at least in fantasy points per minute. So your boy SGA, uh, about two fantasy points more per 36. That's coming in the field goals, um, not really in the points, basically even. Uh, It looks like Dennis Schroeder, at three fantasy points per 36 sees the biggest bump right here. You still think Schroeder, I mean, he's going to play a little bit more uh, minutes. He's got a higher usage than SGA in this scenario so far this year. I, I know you like SGA, but are you going to stick to your guns on that or, or pivot to, to Schroeder at all? Listen, man, I, I may have them both. Uh, you know, I, and that's I, on FanDuel. I think that's a way to get, uh, incredibly creative, you know, if, and I, I'm, I'm going to focus on that for a second here. You know, if you're playing SGA and you're playing Schroeder, I mean, you're giving yourself a really good chance to have something unique there. Um, it's almost like playing two running backs from the same team. People just don't like to see Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert in the same lineup on a, on a normal slate unless it's showdown. And so on a, on a slate like tonight where both of these guys are going to really – uh, probably handle a lot of the ball handling responsibilities, a lot of the scoring. I think I think it's a great idea to consider playing SGA and Schroeder in the same lineup on FanDuel, and that'll help you get away from a DeRozan. It'll help you get away uh, from from some of the cheap guys that that may be looming down there that you may consider. Um, it'll help you get away from Jimmy Butler, who's going to have a lot more ownership. So, just a way to help you differentiate and still keep a nice floor and a nice ceiling. Yeah, one of the things – I actually had a rule set up to not play more than two of SGA, Schroeder, or Chris Paul in a lineup tonight. Uh, I can just go ahead and blast that rule into oblivion because, like you, I think I'm fine having both of those backcourt members for, for OKC. Yeah. Oh, man, hey, let, let's get this plug in. Uh, don't forget to hit this like and subscribe button. We want you to get this grind down free from the GOAT Noto tomorrow. Hit the thumbs up. Let's get it cracking. The suits like the button, right? Hey, click it, guys. Click it. We got to get to 250, and you get to grind down tomorrow. So get on to that one. And then one, one other strategy thing, Brent, since this is kind of a wide-open show, I, I really like how we're doing this. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully we can help some people. But tonight is a night where 
I may feel comfortable leaving a thousand bucks on the table. Nah, I'm, I don't know about that one. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I've taken down a hundred k by leaving about fifteen hundred on the table before. Depends I'm on how bad the pricing is over there on Fanduel. I, I don't venture into those streets. Right. <laughs> Listen, more so on Fanduel, more more so on Fanduel. But I mean, there's a strong possibility that a total could be just as valuable as a drummer. And, I, and I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying if you arrive at the end of the end of your lineup and you've got a thousand left and you like it, mm-hmm. just let it go. Don't force yourself to scale back the dollars because you could very well be cheating yourself mm-hmm. out of 50K, out of 100K, out of 3K, out of 2K. So I just want to put that out there. It's not a it's not you don't have to force yourself into it, but it's definitely a strategy. If you end up where you say, hey, I really like my lineup, just put it in. Just put it in. So I got I got 49.6 as my min on DraftKings. Maybe I could see going to like 49.5, but I don't know. Will basketball, I could, I, baseball, have some fun. Small football slates, right? If you're having fun with your wife, maybe you leave a little bit of salary on the table in some of those lineups. Maybe you spend all, all, all your money on another one. Funny joke right there, you guys. Hopefully you guys got it. But <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. On DK, I know. It's just tough with a value. Maybe I could see it, and maybe it takes it down, but I have a real trouble doing that on DraftKings for basketball. Yeah, no, no, I got you. Listen, but even on DraftKings for me, I'm, I'm just telling you, Brett, or, or, or encouraging to say if you end up in that spot at the end, I'm not saying force yourself into it, but if you end up with 900 bucks left, I don't think you have to force yourself to make any changes tonight uh, because some of these value plays like a Hartenstein are probably going to get 40, 30, 40, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can really pay out, pay out tremendous dividends for you. So it looks like the team has updated the projections in OKC. Some Michael Michael Porter Jr. news. I already kicked him out of my player pool. I'm playing that scrub uh, tonight. So uh, let me go and just double check and let's see. Uh, it looks like all the OKC guys got a little bit of a bump. The ownership, I don't think, has come through yet. Maybe it has. Jamino, if you're listening. Uh, short air is still down at two percent, so I'm going to imagine. He oh, I'm sure that's going up. No yeah. way it stays that low. Well, it usually, fo- well, it follows maybe like five minutes behind the projections. Usually, once uh, once yeah. everything gets going in there. But I'm going to run some builds here. I don't really have too many rules. Don't hold me to these guys because I will be making some tweaks. Uh, I'm going to give you some, you know, how I use lineup HQ to make 150 lineups tonight. Right? You can see I've I've put the max on a couple of guys. I was getting too much Donovan Mitchell. I was getting too much Bojan. I was getting a little too much Derek Rose for what I like tonight. I wanted to spread it out a little bit more. So I've certainly, mm-hmm. you got to be different too. A lot of people use the Roto Grinders projections. So if you just click build rules and you don't have any range of outcomes and you don't really change anything, you're just playing the same dudes and same lineups as, you know, 15 other people in these large field GPPs, if not more, that's not a, that's, I don't want to split first place in a, a large field NBA six game contest, I want to take first right. look on myself. So I've done things um, a, a little differently. I have no restrictions though on the OKC guys. I'm going to imagine, let's see here. So SGA, I think got like a two fantasy point bump, which I think makes sense based off the rates we were looking at, right? He went from 35 to basically 37 and we got a two and a half point bump for, for Gallinari and let's see, how much did Schroeder? Schroeder got a big bump, almost five fantasy points, almost six actually. So let's see where these dudes have fallen in my 150. So Schroeder, 2%, ignore that. That's going to get bumped up as Jamino updates. He's up to 13%. 
Uh, your boy mm-hmm. SGA, Chief, I ain't getting enough of them. I, I got to do something here. Man, yeah, you, you may better make some adjustments. It, here's, uh, you're going to need a little more SGA for sure. Here's the problem. It's it's because it's the raw points night, right? And I can guarantee you I'm still at 50% Luka, right? Because it's just it's just jamming in Luka, and it's jamming in Jimmy Butler, which that could change a lot too uh, on some of the news that we're going to have here soon. Mm-hmm. So if I want to, you know, if I want to limit Butler to 50 I would imagine I'm going to start seeing the OKC guys jump up. Uh, Let me me see if my uh, thesis is correct here. So I just took 20% Jimmy Butler away, and uh, I think I'm probably going to end up with more than 4% of your boy SGA here in a second. I mean, let's get it, man. Uh, I I like it. While that's building, uh, I, I know we're talking about that. I'll go back to it in a second, but I want to hit on the other sort of value spot of the night, and that's the Spurs. Uh, everyone's playing Podal. Uh, his ownership, we currently have at 35%. The, the problem at center is it's just it's really tough, right? You play Podal, you play Hartenstein. If you play him at power forward, right, then everyone's playing Drummond or Towns. It gets you, You're really limited in your selections tonight. So one of my favorite swerves is actually going to be Rudy Gobert if you're looking for a low – own guy who has some upside tonight. Um, I, I think he's still going to get 30 minutes, even in a blowout. And he's just going to absolutely dominate inside, you know, 20 points, 15 rebounds, get some blocks. I think there's a lot for him tonight and plenty of upside, but what are you doing? Um, DeRozan's 8,200 is like, he, he was priced up even though he really didn't need to be, mm-hmm. but it ended up being a good price up because, you know, his rates go up a little bit today. Where does he sit? Uh, on the list of players you want and we can talk about yeah the other raw points in theory play that's going to go under own tonight is going to be Zach Levine his ownership's at 16 which I think might be a little bit too high you just do have to end up getting your salary but you know he's had two massive game against the Cavs which is mm-hmm. uh, another reason uh, I like sort of Derek Rose's prop that I had in the sharp side up uh, just the Cavs, if you're a scoring point guard, guess what? You, you want scoring point guards against them. But what are you yeah. doing with sort of the DeRozans? The Levine is basically the only guy left. I think Sadoransky is a little uh, sneaky play as well. Look, I'm glad you brought that up, Britt. And since you've got screen share, I'm looking on that tab, and I see you have the Oklahoma City's usage this season. If you could do me a quick favor, because this is something I've already scoped out. Yep. Let's go ahead and pull up the Spurs, and let's just take Mr. LaMarcus Aldridge off the court. I came across something that was very interesting to me. Um, and uh, so I think I, I think this this could help the people. This could give you a swerve and then I'll come back to Levine. Is that okay? Yeah, let's go. So, so let's Yeah. I like to look at the plus per thirty sixes. I think that's the, right. that that that's what I like to look at. And where's DeRozan? DeRozan's down here to, to some of these other yeah. guys here. Yeah, and, and listen, DeRozan's going to be fine, but that's kind of what I want to show. Just, you know, a, a, a guy like DeJounte Murray, maybe he picks up an extra five minutes tonight, and this is a guy that can go for 40 at much lower ownership than any of the Rockets guys tonight, I, I think, in my personal opinion. A guy like Derek White, who's now – if you look at his recent game log, and I was, everything doesn't have to be recent, but his minutes have been trending up. That's something I've been noticing. And as his minutes have trended up here the past, you know, four or five games, so has the fantasy production. He's another guy that no one's on tonight that can compete with the with the uh, with the value of the Rockets. So he is a little bit more expensive. So he's five K on DK, forty eight hundred on Fanduel. 
Um, you know, but he's, he's going to be a little bit more expensive than like, you know, like, uh, uh, like a Austin Rivers, like a, uh, uh, what's the guy from Kansas, like Ben McLemore. He's going to be more expensive, but he's a guy that's going to have much lower ownership. And in my opinion, I think he has a higher floor. Uh, these are guys that I, I've looked at and identified and I said, hey, if everyone's swerving to the Rockets, I could possibly grab one of these Spurs and, and, and just have a major, you know, that's, that could be a major differentiator for your lineups tonight. Just by spending a thousand more, I'm still going to have plenty enough raw points. So th- that's something I want to point out today. Um, and then in terms of Levine, you got to think Levine's probably going to be lower on the DeRozan now because of the news. Uh, I- I'd be willing to play Levine across all sides. All right, Chief, you convinced me. D- D- uh, Murray, I'm getting 1%. Oh man, Murray! All right, he's going to be about ten oh. percent owned. Chief, I got to be. I got to be with a field on him, right? You have to. I mean, you, you have to. I, I would try to go fifteen if you could, but I, I totally get it. And Derek White down here at one percent. Uh, Derek, Derek White looks tasty today, man. My goodness, just yeah. oh boy. I'm going to manipulate some numbers against uh, Jamino and the team's projections just to get what I want uh, of these guys in some builds here today. So I'm just going to add yeah. a, a couple extra minutes onto these guys to have them boost up. White, I'm going to have to give even more or actually physically demand him, uh, put him into – he's 1%. I think he'll be maybe be like 2%. But if I get like 3 4% minimum, that sounds good. I'll yeah. Throw- I'll throw him in there, Chief. So yeah, uh, yeah, and look, and I'm not telling anyone to not play DeRozan. I think DeRozan is probably the best Spurs play along with Poto. But I'm saying in terms of value, you know, your Murray's, you know, your Derek Weiss, those are guys you can go to. So I, I, I just want to clear that up because I don't want anybody to think I don't want you to play DeRozan. I'm just saying you can swerve to some of these value guys to be different. Yeah, DeRozan, I got about thirty percent on. And again, don't hold these to me because I will run, I run lineup HQ build. I, I make about, I don't even know, 50, 150 lineup builds by the time, you know, I, I'm done kind of tweaking everything. I'm still getting a lot of Luca, Jimmy Butler. I'm going to have to wait on that. Lots of Drummond, lots of the, you know, locked in chalk plays to, to spend up on the raw points night. Uh, I, another guy, right? Like I want to talk about, Tristan Thompson at all because earlier in the day I was really eyeing him uh, at 5,700. Uh, I don't know why his price went down so much, right? You know, just a little while ago, he was 64, 61, he was 58. And I know his minutes have been a little wonky, but if you mm-hmm. look at games, you can sort of see why his minutes may have gone down. Uh, I actually like Nance slightly a little bit too. Just don't play Thompson or Nance in the same lineup. I think they one of those has a reasonable amount of upside tonight against Drummond. The the problem is – oh, wait, that's on FanDuel. I'm over on uh, – did I change everything? I might have changed everything on the wrong site. I don't think I did. No, um, you're, you're still on a DK. You're still on a DK. Yeah, I'm looking 50, at your tab up top. Yeah, here we go. So he's 5,700 on DK. Uh, we have him at 11% over there. What What's mm-hmm. your thoughts on the center matchup today? Drummond, you know, you look at what Drummond's done against Cleveland – uh, 62, 61. Ooh, insane. insane. Yeah, you go back earlier, it's like 58, something like that. So he's just – he's dominated the Cavs all season long. Thompson hasn't had the huge game. He's held his own basically right around his his median projection. Um, but do you think Thompson – I'd probably say he's going to be under 11% owned as value keeps coming in. 
Um, but if he, if he drops to like 6% and you have 10%, I think that's a reasonable spot for him tonight. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, you know, especially if you're multi-entering. Now, I will say this, you know, in terms of me, remember, I'm single entering and I, I'm doing more single entry. Uh, Tristan Thompson is just an X button for me yeah. in terms of that category. On FanDuel, there's no way you can play him. Yeah, I mean, on, on FanDuel, I'm just going to be quite honest with you. I, in my opinion, it's Drummond, it's Towns, or it's Polo. In terms of single entry, three entry max, that that's that's where I'm I'm staking my flag tonight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like Vooch, I like Gobert. I mean, and Gobert should really just destroy Houston tonight. But yeah, Gobert is one of my favorite low. I'm going to jump in. The Heat yeah. news came out, so let's uh, let's jump into the Heat news here. So let's we do got, it. We got Adebayo in, Jimmy yes. Butler. Uh, well, Adebayo is available to play. Dragic available to play. I don't have a Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler remains questionable. Of course he does. Uh, we've got none out. So we can kick out none in his, what, probably 30 minutes, 25. You know, he's been playing 40, like all over the place with him in minutes. Mm-hmm. With him out, Butler questionable. It's a 7.30 game. Did not want Jimmy Butler to be questionable. <laughs> what are we doing? What what are we doing? Because he was someone the Roto Grinders projections love him. I like a spot tonight. Nuns out. There's some there's some ways he has a pretty big game, and he's just eight K, right? He was like eighty five hundred, eighty four hundred. Mm-hmm. He got the price downgrade today. W- what are we going to do with Butler? Well, I mean, I think for for those of you on DK, um, look this this is where late swap is, is to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Now I'm. I, because the game is going to start at 7.30, I am hoping that the right thing materializes here. You get the news before 7 o'clock. 6.58. <laughs> hey, you know, that, that's, that's two Come uh, that's on, two minutes. builder, make those lineups for me. Let's go. Yeah, that, that's, that's two minutes just in time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still think as of right now, if, if you want to play Butler, then I think you construct your lineup and you say, okay, if Butler's in, this is what I'm doing. If Butler is out, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing about the lineup building, this is something I do in my daily strategy. If I'm going to multi-enter, then I go ahead and I get my my, my Excel sheet open, and I, I have you know a build-up with Butler. I have a build-up without Butler, and then I have my CSV edit ready to go in my other spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And whichever one happens before lock, for, for FanDuel anyway, before lock, that's the one I plug in and I let it run. And um, that's when I'm multi-entering. I think it's a great strategy. Have have everything up and ready to go. Uh, for those of you that are looking to get into that, it's just the right way to do it so you can do it within a time crunch. Yeah, so here's I'm, – I'm not too worried about the Butler news for a couple of reasons. One, let's, let's just take a look at the lay of the land for the late swapper. So if you're playing Cleveland and Detroit, there's really only – like there's two guys you might have a lot of interest in tonight to me. That's Drummond and Rose. Rose does eat up the shooting guard position. You can throw him in there on DraftKings. But Drummond's going to be popular. He's not really going to interfere with your Butler lineups. You can play Drummond and Butler together. You're not playing one to not play the other because we have so much value tonight. Rose is the guy who, um, if you do play him, you're probably not going to have Jimmy Butler on that lineup. He sort of fits into where his spot would be on it. Um so if you if you wanted to play more Rose instead of Butler, I, I'm going to just sort of leave my 50% Butler. Uh, I, I have time tonight to late swap. There's plenty of games for me to eat up salary later on in the night. I'm going to make a work, Chief. I'm planning on leaving my 50% Butler. 
Yes, sir. I got it. Um, with none out, uh, I'm sure the projections, uh, a guy like Tyler Hero, uh, Goran Dragic, these are guys who nobody's going to play tonight. Dragic can post these big games right at 46 of 55. I don't exactly know who was in or out in those games. Uh, I was gone. Dragic's just coming back. Um, probably not going to play him. Do you have an interest in a Derek Jones Jr., a, a Hero, a Duncan Robinson at all? I mean, look, I think, you know – from the multi-interest perspective, I think those are guys you consider tonight. I mean, you have to think that collection of, of cheaper players uh, aren't going to get nearly as much ownership as, as you know, the, as the, the, uh, the Houston guys. So I, I think you consider them, especially if Butler sits, then, I mean, man, this slate just is going to be a, a, dumpster fire for, a dumpster fire for value, mm-hmm. which it essentially already is. But – uh, I think that's the way you approach it, man. You, you take you take a sprinkle of those guys for your multi-entry script, and uh, you, you plug them in. If you're playing single entry, I think you reserve the Miami guys as maybe fillers. So you say, okay, I ended up, I've got 4K left. Uh, I can get in Duncan Robinson, who I feel a little better about playing than a Ben McLemore or yeah. Chris Clemens or something like that. I think I booted McLemore out of my player pool. I just I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not playing McLemore. Let me see here. Oh no, he's still in here. He's still he's still kicking around down here, but I don't think I'm getting too much of him tonight. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. I'm just browsing Twitter, see if I got any extra news. I don't think I see any. Uh, someone wanted to know why wouldn't you play some Tristan Thompson on FanDuel today? First off, all right, YouTube chat. I'm on to you. His name's Bang the Drummond. This is it, like he he is obviously a Pistons hater, and he wants to play. Tristan Thompson tonight, right? Like this is this is very easy what he's going on on here. So we talked about this a little bit pre-show, Chief, right? Trist, he's in no man's land on FanDuel. You got the high end with Thompson or uh, with Towns, and you got Drummond. You've got Podal, right? Who's like an insane value on there. That mid-tier, the Stephen Adams, the Tristan Thompsons, like those dudes aren't winning you a tournament tonight. <laughs> Right, and, and and that's what you know. I did. I did actually respond to that one. Um, I, w- I was able to catch it. I haven't caught everything. I'm in the uh, YouTube chat as Coach Priester. So I see uh, you. That that was me. And, and and you know my, uh, my my philosophy is if I'm in single entry or three entry max tonight, there's no way I, I play Tristan Thompson. The only way I play Tristan Thompson is if I'm going balls to the wall and I'm doing some heavy multi entry. Um, you know that that's about the only way. I, uh, I I get on I get on uh, Tristan Thompson tonight. Three entry max, single entry. I don't think it's worth it to plug him in. I, I think you just go all the way down the portal if, if you're trying to play value. Uh, while we were talking in YouTube chat, don't forget, guys, if you are on YouTube, click the like button. If we get to 250, 250 clicks of the like button, we will release uh, the grind down from Notorious tomorrow, one of the best daily fantasy players. Uh, for a long time in DFS that writes the grind down here. It will be free tomorrow, but only if you guys get it to 250 clicks. The suits, they are very specific. If it gets to 249, you will get nothing. So it must hit 250. So start clicking away and uh, you guys will be able to get the grind down for free. The thing is, if you're a premium member, Will, do you want to click the like button? Do you want that information to be let out there for free? It's a, t- a tough personal decision to make, right? Click, click the like button, man. <laughs> click, click, click the like button. Uh, this is a family. This is a community here. Uh, let's get that thumbs up going. And uh, let, let's give the people a reason 
to come join the Roto Grinders team. Uh, let, let's give them a reason. Um, secondarily, I want I want to share something about ownership really quick. Uh, uh, Mr. Jamino has just done a swell job, and, and, and ownership has been updated as of five fifty eight. So that was about six minutes ago. We're still getting, as of right now, very low ownership on SGA. Mm-hmm. Now, may, maybe this changes within the next 20, 30 minutes. As of right now, we've, we've still got a tremendously low ownership uh, on SGA. The same thing for Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I, I'm all aboard these these uh, OKC Thunder, and uh, I, I think if this ownership stays this low, I'm either going to take it down or I'm going to finish last. It, it's one or the other. I uh, got a someone want to know my Sadaransky love in uh, on DraftKings today, and it's simply I think he's going to play the the thirty one minutes, right? So against Cleveland, uh, playing like a full game, uh, I, I thought the minutes were were pretty good for him. If you go back and look through the previous Chicago games, there's a lot of wonky. He didn't really play too much because there were blowouts happening, and he missed some minutes due to fouls. And it's been in a, a couple of these Chicago games that's happened like that. So if Sato hits 30 minutes, I think he's got upside. Maybe there's just so much value now. If you play him, your lineup's just going to look a little bit different than other people tonight. And I like to have my lineups look a little bit different. Uh, let me let me show you a quick little run through what I do here. So I, I almost always use these min-max lineup ownerships on Roto-Grinders when I'm making my 150, but I always make 150 without it first. So I'm going to refresh. I'm going to run through. And let me just sort of show you what what I do. There's There's a lot of different ways to do it. But to just get yourself off the lineup train, right? Someone said the collusion lineup, everyone, you know, if you're playing cash games tonight, lineup's all going to be really similar. It's going to be 1v1s or 2v2s or... The collusion virus. Yeah, the the, the 40 (laughs) out of 100 people are going to... Don't get the collusion virus, people. (laughs) It's going to be pretty strong tonight, right? Because we have so much value and everyone's going to be playing the same plays. But one of the first things I do is I make, you know, when I'm set to sort of make ownership into my builds, I I tinker around with all my ownerships beforehand. And then I run sort of like a final 150. That's what I'm doing right here. Um, Let's see if it's... Guys, don't click the un unhot the button click the like button right the suit the suits need the the button click don't man our <laughs> uh, producer our producer said earlier hot it like it's hot i was yeah. like man so, very clever there my friend so i like to sort by total projected ownership right it just pushes the highest projected ownerships cuz this line this lineup looks really good welcome to the cash lineup train everybody on draftkings tonight so you're looking at the lineup right here on your screen but Everyone, this lineup's going to be in one of those like fifteen to thirty thousand person tournaments. One hundred and fifty different people are going to use this damn thing. I don't want this in my tournament teams. I don't want this next one on my tournament team. I don't want this one on my tournament team. They're just too high owned. They're going to be duplicates. So what I do is I see what the highest is two forty six, and I take a look over sort of like the next couple ones, right? Two forty four, two forty three. I like to chop about 10% off the projected ownership. So if this is about 246, you know, let's take about 20 points or so off of that. And I like to go down and see what those lineups sort of look like. So that would be in sort of like the 220s. So I'll just pull some random one up here, right? So Clemens, Wiggins, Butler, Love, Drummond, Mitchell with my two locks in here. Still using a lot of salary. 
and what am I? I'm just five projected points off the top, but I'm getting a, a little bit lower ownership. I'm just doing something a little different than what I would consider to be the chalkiest lineups. For sure. So when I run, now I do do things a little bit differently, but as a general rule, right, like on a site like on, on tonight, based off the projected ownership has, I would probably set my max at 225. I actually make a couple different groups, right? Like I might make a, a 210 to, to 225 of like 50 lineups. I might make 50 lineups of 190 to 210. I might make 50 lineups of 175 to 190 to really give, to really mix it up. Uh, that's how I like to play. Uh, but uh, never play those top lineups. And if you're using lineup HQ, trim a little off the top. Uh, I'll give you a little tip from my personal playbook. Does that sound good, Will? Sounds good, man. Um, all right, let's see. What else do we got here? We got about 10 more minutes. If you guys got a couple of questions in the YouTubes, right? Click the like button first. Uh, I have the YouTube uh, dashboard all set up. So I'm going to, I'm lying to you, by the way. But unless you click the like button, I will not answer your QQ. Um, I'm pretending I have all this power. Will I can't actually see any of that. Maybe Devin can, but if you guys want to throw some QQs, we'll get to them in here. Um, any final real quick, wrap it up. Maybe people are just tuning in here. Give me a couple of your final tournament thoughts. Um, locking Luka Doncic, you know, pick your value wisely. And, uh, I'm all aboard the, the, some of these OKC Thunder guys, as of right now, because it seems as if their projected ownership is still a lot lower than a Jimmy Butler, a De'Aaron Fox, um, something like that. Now, Gallinari, his ownership has, has continued to creep up on FanDuel, but I mean, he's the highest priced guy, and he's probably one of the highest raw points guys that's going to be projected. So, I mean, I, I totally get that, uh, but I think you can definitely differentiate yourself. A guy that I liked a lot earlier today uh, was Michael Carter Williams. He was a guy that I did like a lot earlier, oh, yeah. but, he but now not, I just he doesn't exist at all anymore. Yeah, I, I don't need him as much. But you know, if push came to shove, in terms of multi entry, I would do it. But you know, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm focusing more on single entry, three entry max tonight. Um, so yeah, I, I think some of these mid range guys like your uh, 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 your Andrew Wiggins, your Donovan Mitchell, those guys are probably not going to be as high owned as well. I don't like any of those guys more than SGA. Uh, but in terms of tournament strategy yesterday when I played on FanDuel, you know, I realized that uh, John Collins was going to be a lot higher on than a guy like Julius Randle. Mm -hmm. And so I just decided, hey, everyone's on Collins. Randle's in a smash spot here against Brooklyn. Pretty good matchup. Uh, Coll you know, uh, Randle did end up outscoring Collins. Obviously, he didn't outscore uh, Mr. Sabonis. But the, the, the theory still reigns supreme in that if you've got guys grouped together and one guy's projected at 50%, their range of outcomes usually isn't that much different. I'm always mostly going to side uh, with the lower-owned guy, especially when they're, when they're in equally good spots. And that's how I feel about, you know, a guy like uh, SGA versus a guy like, let's say, DeRozan tonight. Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, SGA. We got a new thing on Lineup HQ. It came up on Friday from Jamino. He's been working hard as the smash percent, right? So it's like GPP value. What is the percent chance that they hit it? So it's a, a good new addition to Lineup HQ. If you haven't seen it, make sure to poke through. Um, but your boy SGA, now looking too hot compared to some to, to like Schroeder, who's 500 less, whose projection is basically around the same, whose 
Um, the ceiling plays a lot into it too. I don't know if Schroeder's ceiling is that big of a difference from SGA. Um, but yeah, SGA's ownership wise, I think looks good to smash. Um, Steven Adams is pretty interesting at 6K and nobody's going to own him. You can see that at just 5%. Uh, so take a look at that. But yeah, I definitely like your SGA. I like Schroeder a little bit too, especially when looking at the smash percentage. Um, Mm -hmm. and that sort of ties in. There's a question from Stan Breezy. SGA to Rosen instead of Rose Butler. I think that's a perfect score. Rose Butler is definitely the higher owned combo of that. So if you play yeah. SGA to Rosen, right, you get sort of that same upside and you're getting probably, you know, a reasonable drop in ownership too. I think that's a fine play. Absolutely. And look, I don't I don't care about ownership in every single decision that I make. I'm not going like, okay, one by one by one. But just in, in general, if I've got two guys – that have the same reasonable expectation, I'm probably going with the lower owned guy because you know the higher the higher the ownership, the more lineups they're in, the more likelihood of a duplicate. The lower they are, the less likelihood of a duplicate lineup, and that's just kind of how I how I process it for myself. Uh, so Alex has a question uh, for me: If MMEing on DraftKings, uh, do you look to max one of Podal Hartenstein in a group? Or are they such lock values you would just prefer to differentiate elsewhere? I have them locked into 100% of both of my teams. Um, Clemens is the one guy I'm I'm interested in. I'm just over on him too. I'm playing the raw points game today. I'm taking the values. And the main thing to this is um, when you have these, these aren't just value plays, Will, right? A value play would have been Austin Rivers, right? At 3,600, getting seven mm-hmm. point per dollar. That's a value play. Hartenstein and Podal tonight are basically unheard of value plays, approaching 10 point per dollar or higher. You don't yeah. get those too often. When those happen, I click the lock button myself. There's a lot of different ways to play. I like to play those guys and try to differentiate elsewhere using some ownership, picking some personal guys I like, putting them into a group and making sure, you know, I if I like, you know, a guy like Thad Young was going to be really heavily owned earlier in the day. He's now down to 16%, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how it all played out. So uh, I'm locking both of those guys. One thing you can do is uh, sort the whole thing by percentage ownership. Um, if you liked SGA, like Will, and I think that's a fine play. A guy I like is Rudy Gobert. Um if you want to try to play Vucevic, right, you differentiate, put all three of those guys into a group and make sure one of those ends up on every team or something like that. That's yes. how I would yes. prefer to differentiate instead of just foregoing the best value we've seen all season in NBA DFS. I don't think that's the, the correct choice. Um, yeah, man. And I think you hit the nail on the head. This is probably some of the best value we've seen all year. Um, Patrick Gelato, hopefully maybe I'm just off the cruise and ain't so much of that. That's what I'm saying. So sorry if I butchered your name, uh, thoughts of playing Drummond and Tristan together in a tournament. Do you play, I'm not specifically looking to not play centers against each other. I think most of the time, I think they're probably a little bit negatively correlated, but Drummond can go nuts on Tristan and Tristan's also just so cheap. I think he can get there even if Drummond has himself a big game. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm not as high on Tristan today. Uh, really high on Drummond. Um, I, in three entry max, single entry, I'll ring it again. I don't think you need Tristan Thompson. If you're multi-entering, I think you sprinkle him in, you know, five, 
Let's go through the smashes here. We'll close out the show on these here. So here's another one too. When you see the value plays have that are, we might even be a little bit low on Podal and Hartenstein, especially if you're playing uh, like the 15 or even the, the mini max is a really good oh, DraftKings as well, because you get all the little micro grinders who like to play 150 in there that are pretty sharp. Um, they're in there as well. But these guys, a smash is over their peon, even when their projected ownership is pretty high. So that's another thing going for them today. Yeah. I made this joke earlier with Jamino today, and I, I, I was like a smash broken in because uh, PJ Tucker has a 33% chance to smash his GPP value. And just mm. by default, PJ Tucker, right, should be zero, right? Because the dude just stands in the corner. But with everybody Man. out, <laughs> is, is he someone? Rudy Gay is another guy we didn't really spend too much time on. You mentioned him. He popped in the uh, in the uh, court IQ when we when we pulled up that up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Rudy Gay tw- twenty two minutes for Rudy Gay? We might even be a little low on that, and he's popping on a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, so look for a guy like Rudy Gay in, in my in my mind. I'm saying okay, he probably should play more minutes with uh, Lamarcus Aldridge out, and I will he get to twenty two. Maybe I, I feel more comfortable with 20 on him, mm-hmm. but you know, that that's just me. A guy like PJ Tucker at 33% today. Uh, I would for sure hit the X button in tournaments. Well, that's I, a, I wouldn't that's have a single smash. share. That's the smash. Not the oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got all these percents yeah, 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 floating yeah. around now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I get it. But even at 16% PJ Tucker, I'd rather just fade him and get some, some other quality guys in my lineup that I feel a lot better about. Um, look, and, and I'm not going against the projections. That's not me going against the projections. That's me using a little bit of theory. I'm saying, okay, if I'm building 150 lineups and P.J. Tucker's in 16 of those, why don't I just X him out and get a little bit more of a much better player? Mm-hmm. Uh, question from Josh Cleveland. If you opted to fade Hartenstein or Podal, do you need to fade Donkic too? Um, I don't think no. One, for a couple of reasons. One, if you're fading one of them, you could play Clemens, or I still think Austin Rivers. He's basically a fantasy point per minute with uh, everyone off the court. You know, if he's going to play 33 minutes, I think our projection is probably a little bit too low on Austin Rivers tonight. So you can just sort of substitute one of those in instead of one of Hartenstein or, or Podol. I think that Hartenstein or Podol are just so good. I'm playing them, so I think you can just swerve off of one of them to play Clemens or Rivers. And then your lineup still looks, you still got Drummond or Butler or SGA like Will likes, and you still got uh, Luca in there, and you're just differentiating sort of on the value play as well. There's just there's just so much value. It's pretty interesting. And then if Butler's out too, right, we're all going to be scrambling to jam in Heat players, and then the late swap uh, gets a lot of extra work uh, here on Roto-Grinders come uh, 7.30. Uh, I think that's about it. Again, click the like if you're on YouTube, right? We're trying to unlock uh, the grind down for you tomorrow. 250 likes makes it free. Uh, Don't forget to get on sharp side, right? Just click the lock lock button on anything minus 40 or less. Start your streak. If you start getting five or more, right? You just start getting fan duel money for free. It literally doesn't cost you anything. And as the sites start becoming more sports betting uh, heavy, Right in the next two to three years, you're going to have to become a better sports better uh, as DFS sort of takes a backseat as the site's growth is all going to be in sports betting. So what what better place to do that uh, than on Sharpside for free? 
and be able to get yourself some DFS monies uh, just by clicking a couple of things over there. Uh, That's going to do it for us today. Crunch time coming up next. Will, it's been fun, dude. We got to go. Any final thoughts? No, man. Uh, Pouring one out for Kobe, and uh, good luck to everybody, man. I want to meet you guys at the top. All right. See you guys later. I'm Britt. Thanks for watching, and we out you.